With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to another edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report, live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Studio. We got a packed house for you tonight. We have uh, Kyle Capitus, Capitice. Capitice. See, I told you I'd mess it up. <laughs> Didn't think it was going to be the very first time. Uh, 305 Sprint Car Driver, Fremont Attica. You've raced at other places too, Lima. Yeah, Lima, Waynesville. And we even have, you brought the Queen from Fremont Speedway <laughs> as well. What was your name? I'm sorry, I didn't even get your name. Kylie. Get that mic, get that mic. Pull that toward you. There you go. Kylie. Kylie? I suppose I actually have to turn turn her mic on. There we, now. Go. there we go. I'm not used to having all these mics. Uh, we have Alan Blake all the way from Australia. Thank you for coming in. You know, you came all the way from Australia just to be here, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I want to welcome uh, and say good morning to all of our Australian uh, viewers, listeners, whatever the, this morning. Seven o'clock in the yeah. morning uh, in Perth, where Alan is from. Uh, on the on the east coast, it's it's nine o'clock and. Uh, you probably shouldn't be listening to Facebook, but welcome to the program. There you go. Um, lots of stuff to uh, talk about. Not much racing uh, that went on this past weekend, but uh, definitely some things to cover. Lots going on this upcoming weekend, and uh, it's going to be hot. But it's not going to rain, Scott. But it's not going to rain. It will not be like last weekend. Uh, so. Unless you count perspiration running down your face as rain. I'm already but, warm, and yeah. it's, we can burn the air conditioning. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars. Make sure to give them a call, 734-856-7223 for uh, race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, advice, anything that a racer needs, or gift certificates. That's it. And remember, if you call the shop number and there's no answer, it'll give you my cell phone number, and uh, feel free to call. 734-856-7223. That's 8, or I'm sorry, 734-856-RACE. And, uh, That's it. Do you do you use uh, Ryan Miller race cars uh, for for parts and service? I do. I use his cell phone. Four one nine two seven nine o one hundred. That's there us. You there you go. That's what you get if you call and get his, uh, his voice answer machine or voicemail. Sure. But if you're calling from Australia, it's double o double one one four one nine two seven nine o one hundred. Or you can also uh, reach them on Facebook, too, Ron Miller Race Cars. And we do a fair amount of business on Facebook. We appreciate those customers. There you go. Follow uh, Ron Miller uh, Race Cars. Not just Ron Miller. You can follow him, too, but Ron Miller Race Cars is your business. That's it. But make sure you like me, too, because me and Ron Miller Race Cars is sort of a package. Well, sometimes, (laughs) though, the people you race against, it's hard to like you sometimes from from what I've seen. Everybody loves me. We settle down after a while. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, last weekend, uh, lots of uh, places rained out. Pretty much uh, most of uh, northwest Ohio. Flat Rock rained out. Oakshade ra- rained out. Lima Land uh, lost out on their uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week show. Um, Waynesfield rained out. And uh, we talked last week a little bit about Butler, and, and they got the race in. They did, yes. And uh, 
Brian Ruhlman won the modified feature, uh, heat race and feature. So right. congratulations, Brian. Uh, Attica and uh, Fremont were off last weekend. So uh, where were you? Did you race anywhere last weekend? Oh, uh, we were searching for places to run, but we couldn't find any. Couldn't, uh, everybody was rained out, too. <laughs> uh, the uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series had some uh, drama, I guess you could say. Uh, before we get to that, extended though, drama. Three nights uh, of racing this past weekend. Lernerville Speedway for the Firecracker 100. Chris Madden won uh, night one on Thursday, night one of three nights. Local driver Michael Norris held off the uh, World of Outlaw regulars to win night number two. And then Madden won again on Saturday night to win the uh, 30,000 feature. Uh, this week, they hit uh, Terre Haute Action Track in Indiana. And fri- that's Friday, and the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 in Missouri, and that is the uh, Dirt Car Summer Nationals versus the World of Outlaw Craftsman League. That'll Masters. be a big race. That'll be pretty cool. Be fun to see. Speaking of the uh, Summer Nationals, uh, Hell Tour update for you. Ryan Unzicker uh, was a winner at Tri City on the 22nd. Billy Moyer won at Fairbury American Legion Speedway on the 23rd. Shannon Babb won the last two races at Tri State and uh, Spoon River. The, uh, and, race. I be- and I believe that Ryan Unzicker has dropped off the tour. Has he? From what I understand, yes. Why? You can't just throw that out and not have anything else. I need Scott, to know more. Scott, try racing 28 races in 31 days. and But he won. Yeah. You're right. I couldn't do that. I think I'd get fired. Um, I know your crew chief. You would. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where was I now? Oh, um, sorry about that. Yeah, totally threw me off. Uh, last uh, Tuesday was uh, rained out at Charleston uh, Speedway, and they were s- scheduled for an off day yesterday. Uh, Babs on top of the points, followed by Moyer, Shirley, Fager, and Schlenk is fifth. <clears throat> All right. No, no wisecracks or anything on that. No, not really. Uh, it's- all-Star Circuit of Champions uh, was in, well, you know, they had the uh, Ohio Speed Week. Can, can we back up just a sure. little bit? Sure. I, I guess get. that uh, Billy Moyer Sr. may have been involved in a little bit of drama. Um, Him too? I was going to get to the Bloomquist stuff a little bit later. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, this is a, a technical thing on, on the race car. Um, I haven't heard about this. No. Uh, a year or so ago. Um, there were a couple of cars that had some rather creative rear suspensions, and uh, both World Racing Group and Lucas Oil specified exactly what a four-link rear suspension was, and they must have four solid links, uh, no spring rods or anything. And I guess Billy Moyer had something on one of his four-bar links that looked like it could have been a spring rod. Uh, it was confiscated and is, I, I guess it's being eva- further, evaluated. Further evaluation required yeah, for yeah. that? Are they going to test it? and Probably. No. Probably get Bubba to push on both ends of it and see if it moves. If it moves, it's not legal. Well, and you if know you Bubba. Buy a, if and you know Bubba. I don't He's, know Bubba. Oh, Bubba's a big boy. Is he? Yeah. You if, don't know if, any little Bubbas, do you? No, all Bubba's are big boys. I know a skinny who's not really skinny. Well, yeah, but he's not really fat. No, no. Anyway. He's a good racer, too. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Back to what you were talking about, Scott. Uh, Let's move uh, on to the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, Again, the Ohio Sprint Speed Week wrapped up at Atomic Speedway on Saturday night with a uh, doubleheader. 
They were rained out at Muskegon County Speedway and Lima Land, as we mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, they had the doubleheader at Atomic because the uh, feature got rained out on Wednesday. Atomic originally had uh, okay. two dates for, for Ohio Sprint Speed Week. And Chad Kemenaw picked up uh, the win for the makeup feature. He led all 30 laps of that. And Do you know why Atomic had two dates? Because they're nuclear. No, no, no. You know. Because one of them was scheduled for another track. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Another one in closer to, to Northwest Ohio. Yeah, yeah. That begins with an F and doesn't uh, have an Emont in it because it would be Inley. That's right. <laughs> Millstream was supposed to have that. Yes, they were. That's what I was trying to say, which is in Finley. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, oh. so they wrapped that up. To, uh, Cole Duncan out of uh, Lockburn, Ohio, won the inaugural Rick Ferkel Classic, which was the feature on Saturday night there. So This weekend, the All-Stars traveled to Plymouth Speedway in Indiana on Friday and the Dirt Oval at Route 66 in... Uh, Joliet, 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 Illinois, on Saturday. World of uh, Outlaw Craftsman Sprint Car Series had uh, some uh, tragic uh, action. Yes, they did. On Saturday night, Darren Pittman, we'll start off with that, he actually picked up the win at uh, Beaver Dam Raceway in Wisconsin, and uh, I guess I can't drink and talk at the same time. No, no, there was a contact between him and uh, Jason Johnson, and I guess it sent his car flipping down the uh, backstretch and into a billboard and came down on top of a concrete uh, wall. And uh, tragically, he passed away because of the uh, injuries. They actually uh, transported him via, via air to Aurora Medical Center, uh, and then they later announced that uh, that he had passed. So a lot of, uh, a lot of tributes and... and things on social media nobody's blaming anybody for it no uh, he and and he was a just a, a well-liked racer um forever 41 because he was 41 years old and his car number 41 right. so kind of cool there it'd be kind of cool and and it's been mentioned uh to, if the uh king's royal was 41 laps hmm. interesting i think it's scheduled to be 40 hmm. laps anyway right uh, I, I hear you nodding. Fifty. <laughs> well, I think and I read something. I, I want to say, I, but I don't quote me on this. I think I read. I was on vacation this past week, so I was just kind of looking at things on my phone. Uh, but I thought I saw where he's the second driver to uh, to be killed in an accident very similar to that at Beaver Dam Raceway within the last four years. Right. So that because of that, obviously something they need to look at. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I guess uh, they were saying something about there's no catch fence above the concrete wall there and, you know, nothing to kind of stop him from coming down on that. A lot of knee-jerk reactions, uh, people suggesting changes to the race cars Speaking to make them that, safer. Speaking of that, that reminds me of a post I saw from uh, Dan Rice, a.k.a. No Weak Links, about uh, knee-jerk reactions. Uh, when something happens with the late models, there's a lot of rules that usually go into place right away. What happens with with sprint cars? It doesn't really. I guess we don't really see that. What else can you do to a sprint car? I, I've heard people suggesting funny car style roll cages where where they had uh, another roll bar forward to the rear hoop. Um, obviously, that would make entry and exit more difficult. Uh, people have talked about slowing them down. How do you slow a racer down? Um, it's like the opposite of what a racer tries to that's do. That's it. That's it exactly, Scott. 
You have any insight in that, uh, being I a sprint not. car driver? I, I wish I Get had up the, on that mic. Eat that thing. I wish I had the answers, but something's got to change. You think so? Yeah. Question is what? And who decides, <laughs> I guess, too? Uh, World Racing Group, Lucas Oil. Yeah. So uh, the Jacksonville Speedway race originally scheduled for last night has been moved to October 12th for the uh, World of Outlaws. Sprint and, cars, correct? Yeah, the okay. sprint cars, yeah. Still talking about the sprint cars. Oh, okay. They uh, canceled that because of the, uh, the tragedy there. And they're back in action for the first time since Saturday night this coming, or actually tomorrow night and Saturday at Knoxville in uh, Iowa, I believe. So and that's all I got from uh, stuff that happened this past weekend. Sort of. Sort of. Well, yeah, until we get to some more news. And some, some different stuff. Some more different stuff. Uh, before we get to that, though, let's uh, talk to some of our, our guests here in the studio. We'll start with uh, Kyle Capadice. <laughs> Got it right that time. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, I believe I heard you and Alan talking earlier. You've been racing uh, sprint cars for four years now? Yes, this is my fourth year in a sprint car. And uh, how did you get started? Well, I, I started racing go-karts at the age of five. So you've been racing for quite a few years then? Yeah. Was, you want to say how old you are? I'm 23. Okay. <laughs> so that'll be 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Majority of my life. So how long did you uh, run uh, go-karts then? I ran go-karts until the age of 16, and we slowly started putting a sprint car together. First, slowly? Yeah. yeah. How do you slowly put a sprint car together? Budget and stuff okay. like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I drove my first, drove, my first time I drove a sprint car was down at Waynesfield in a 360. At 16. Wow. And now you drive a 305, right? Yes. So what? Uh, how would you go from the 360 to the 305? Well, I had drove someone else's car to get my feet wet in a sprint car and make laps. And originally, we were supposed to have a 360 deal going on, but then we started out in the 305s. Budget constraints again? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of Greg Litton? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Greg, I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> He's a former uh, track champion. I don't know if he was a track champion at Fremont or not. I don't know. He, but was, I know a, he, was, he, he was, was definitely a regular. regular. He went at Lima Land. He went, anyways, a long time ago. <laughs> Not that he's that old. Not saying anything. Um, so you've been racing uh, the 305 then for the past four years. And I yeah. kind of looked through the uh, points, at least at uh, Fremont, and you consistently top 10. I think only one year of the last four you were outside the top 10. Currently, you're third in points at both uh, Fremont and Attica. Yeah, we've been pretty consistent. That's impressive. I mean, wish we've had a couple more wins. <laughs> How many wins you have? This year, zero. How many uh, total? Three at Attica. Okay. None at Fremont yet? None at Fremont yet. Notice I said yet. <laughs> okay. How about, about Waynesfield? Waynesfield, I haven't won there. I think you finished like third. Like, I think your mm-hmm. best finish was Of those there. three tracks, which is your favorite? Um, I really like Attica. They really have a good racing surface week in and week out. I mean, not that Fremont and Waynesfield and stuff don't. Attica's a little more open for you. Yeah, I picked up my first win there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it a little more special. Yeah, too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, um, now you guys are engaged? Yes. And she is the Fremont Speedway Queen. How do you become the Fremont Speedway Queen? Getting guys to a top driver. <laughs> I like that answer. Uh, during the Jim Ford Classic weekend in September, there is a um, Queen's contest that they hold um, during the afternoon, Saturday. And um, basically, they you fill out a little essay and you know about who you are and why you would want to be Queen. 
and then um, there's a bunch of little girls, you know, from like 10 years old and up um, that want to try to be a little mess. And then usually like I think 16 and up or something like that is um, your queen and runner up. And so you kind of just get questions asked to stand in a line and kind of introduce yourself and, you know, let the audience know who you are and why you want to be queen. And then they, they judge you. And then um, from there they pick. Okay. So it's kind of an elected position then. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Now, did you guys know each other before she became queen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like, oh, she's queen. I'm going after her. Well, I'm, going, I'm going for the royalty. Yeah. So when you guys get married, uh, are you going to be king then? Is that how that works? I'm not sure how the whole... That's what my little miss said. My little miss Cheyenne. She was like, Kyle, you have to be king now if she's queen. And he's like, okay, Cheyenne. When's the wedding? Uh, November 2nd, 2019. Oh, how long? How long is the queen ter- term for? Um, my queen duties will be up in December after the banquet. Now, can you be queen again once you've been queen, or is it just a one-term limit? I think it's just a one-term. Well, I guess you're not going to be king. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. So uh, you've raced at Waynesfield, Attica, and uh, Fremont. Any other tracks uh, you've been to? Lima, Mercer. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite out? What's your favorite out of any track you've been to other than Attica? Since you won at Attica, I'm going to say I really like Waynesfield. And why is that? It's a fast little place. Okay. What's your best finish there? Third. Seems to be a very popular answer among the sprint car crowd. They they like they really like racing there. And I hear the uh, the All Star shows they put on there are pretty good too. Pretty racy. I have not been to Waynesfield. That's one really? I haven't been to now. Um, on July third. Yeah, this okay. Tuesday we race there we with the Fast Series. That's right. It's on my notes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do you, uh, is there anybody you look up to, uh, drivers that you kind of admire or you want to be like mm. over the years maybe that you've like, hey, that's like my favorite driver, like like Ron Miller maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know who the hell this Ron Miller guy is. <laughs> I'll say Byron Reed. He's just Byron a cla- Reed, okay. class act through and through. Um, excuse me. When I went to uh, the uh, Fremont uh, opener back in April, I think there was a guy sitting next to me. He was asking, is Byron Reed here? He was all excited. He was very bummed when he wasn't there <laughs> for opening night. So. Uh, so what's your greatest accomplishment so far? Your win at Attica or something else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, winning, winning against the tough 305 division we have around here in a sprint car. Okay. Um, I just I just totally had a brain fart there. I was going to ask you something, and then it just totally escaped me. Um, any bad wrecks? Not too bad. Yeah, he flipped, flipped a couple times. I was going to say, have you been bad. upside down? Yeah. All right, then he's a sprint car racer. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like the very first time? Um, it doesn't really hurt until the landing <laughs> it's being in the air doesn't hurt it's yeah. actually stopping yeah. real quick right what's better flipping a sprint car or cedar point <laughs> um i'd say they're probably s- equally as expensive <laughs> uh, cedar point's probably <laughs> much cheaper, cheaper yeah. yeah but in the long run so how many times you flipped um how many times once at fremont three times one twice at Attica. twice at fremont once at Attica. Who helps you? Uh, who's like your crew? Who helps you out? Um, your my dad. My dad. He's he's there with me, and um, my fiance. 
<laughs> Besides Dad, any any notable sponsors? Anybody um, you need to talk about? Yeah, Joe and Fran Dharma Father, big sponsor of ours. Burns Electric. Joe's a good guy. He is. He's yeah. he's been in, in the racing world a long time. Uh, Burns Electric, London Laverne, out of Tiffin, Ohio. They have it all. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, Franklin Sanitation. And um, Robin Lynette Butt, Butts, they're all, they're big supporters. And Fred Wolf, the auctioneer. Ken Graber. Ken Graber, Graber Racing Components. <laughs> She's helping you out. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's uh, because she was very good at, at writing essays, remember? <laughs> she remembers those things. Yeah. I think I filled out all the paperwork for this year, so I got all the responses <laughs> in my head. <laughs> now, do you have a... Uh, 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 regular job or is this all you do yeah i have a regular job okay. i'm a fabric okay. welder fabricator for a living oh so that, that comes in handy work working on yeah. race cars <laughs> i can't do that i always got to take my crap over to ron he's always like son of a bitch here comes here we go <laughs> you haven't challenged me much lately Shh. much lately well, it's been raining a lot so we haven't yeah, okay. i haven't had an opportunity yeah, all right to, i'll give you that so anyway uh, where do you see yourself uh, like five years down the road? Are you going to be doing the 305 still, or would you like to move up maybe if you get a sponsor? What, what's, what would be the ideal situation? Um, our goal is to be racing 410s. Okay. That's our goal. Within how many years? Um, I'd like to say next, by next year. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. And then, so, Okay, so all you sprint car owners, there you go. <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> what do you think about all the uh, – do you pay any attention to NASCAR at all? A little bit. Kyle Larson, Chris okay. Bell. <laughs> Good people pay attention Rico, to. Rico. Don't forget Rico. Rico. Rico yeah. So uh, what do you think about all the young guns in uh, in the NASCAR Cup Series uh, getting all the attention but uh, not really picking up any wins, at least this year? Yeah, the, the veterans seem to be taking over. Do you look up to the veterans uh, in your class where you race? Oh, yeah. like Guys like yeah. Paul Weaver, Bobby Clark, they're, they've been racing for a lot of years, and they have a lot of wins. They help you out, or do they do they hold their secrets tight to their vest? <laughs> I talk to Bobby and Paul a lot. Okay. John Ivy. John Ivy, yeah, he's another one. And and those guys I I know are pretty open. If you've got a question, they're they're really good in oh, on yeah, answering all, it and explaining. They're all great guys. So ultimately, uh, where would you like to? end up uh, with your your racing career would you like to i mean it's 410 the top for you yeah i want to race okay. 410 sprint cars and that, scott anymore at 23 he's over the hill to go to nascar that's true yeah, yeah. and anymore i'd rather race a sprint car than nascar i i mean when i was younger that was my dream but would i'd you, rather race a sprint car than nascar would you like to run with uh one of the series like the all-stars or world of outlaws oh, yeah. or, or just stay local um the all-stars kind of travel around a bit okay <laughs> get some good sponsors yeah. for that <laughs> they're out there though yeah so and you're like i said you're third in points at attica and fremont um what do you think your chances are of winning a, a championship this year um it's gonna be tough we're gonna give it our best shot though how close are you i didn't actually look at the points i just um, saw where you are honestly i really even in go-karts i didn't i don't, you don't really, pay attention i don't really pay attention to points you just go for the win yeah. each week <laughs> okay fair enough uh, last question i, I don't have. like to have that in my mind no? Uh, yeah. That gives you more pressure? <laughs> Do you have any, like, rituals uh, before you, you you get into the car for each race or anything? Um, or? We pray before each race. Okay. 
Nothing else weird or anything, no. like some kind of little dance turn around for no. times or something. <laughs> no, no major superstitions. <laughs> nope. All right. What said, said the guy with the green race car? <laughs> but it wasn't always green. No, but it sure is now. Why? Because I like green. Green's a pretty color. When I go to the pay window, how do we get paid? Greenbacks. Well, then I want my car to be checkered. We we can do that. <laughs> What's your favorite racing movie? Um, Days of Thunder. I think that's two Days of Thunder in a row. <laughs> Days of Thunder. Who was it that no, was, it was Days of Thunder? No, I think we had a six-pack last time. Was it six-pack? Well, yeah. A couple times ago then. I don't remember who it was yeah. now. It was Days of Thunder. Was it Kester? Uh, or was he a six-pack? Yeah. Might have been Corso and Cole. I don't remember. All right, Days of Thunder, good choice. <laughs> kind of. I guess. <laughs> There's not really any really good racing movies. They're Except all kind of hokey. Yeah. But... Uh, anyways. So uh, let's move on to uh, Mr. Blake. Alan Blake, all the way from Australia. <clears throat> what What's uh, your hometown? Place called Bunbury. Bunbury, that's right. Couldn't be any further away from Toledo. <laughs> so what brings you to uh, Toledo? You do this every year, right? Yeah, I do. I've been coming over here for quite a few years, staying at Ron Miller's. Ron and Kathy put up with me for four to six, seven weeks. It's like you're a foreign exchange student. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> one, one year, Scott, I don't know, five, six years ago, we had, what, 18, 19 Aussies staying oh. there. The house was full. In your house? Yeah, well, not just the house. We had campers in oh, the yard. And we, we were putting them up everywhere. Um, we were the unofficial Australian embassy. Okay. So why, why do you come to uh, the States every year? Because he can. I asked him. Wonderful company. I don't he, like I don't like cold weather. I do like my late night. Then you'll like racing. this weekend coming up then. Oh yeah. <laughs> It'll be comfortable at last. Okay. <laughs> it's hard sitting out the back of Miller's when it's cool like this and trying to drink a cold corona. But we get it done. Um mainly for the late model racing at uh very competitive area around here. It's not far. It's only two hours to every, all the main uh, fast tracks. And you know, I usually try and buy a car or two, send them home. Uh, you own uh, the car that uh, Roddy Schroyer drives. Yeah, I do. Yep. Any other cars uh, you currently own in the States? No, that's the only one. Okay. That's enough. To... That's en- <laughs> Scott, by the way, uh, our and I know we have some listeners in Australia. They can feel free to uh, message us on Facebook. If, you, if they've got any questions, any comments, something they'd like to ask Alan. There you go. Heart Like a Wheel was an excellent movie, according to Tim McNichol. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. Drag Racing, Shirley Muldani. Oh, okay. Drag Racing. Okay. Yes. Um, anyway, so do you we, own... We need to get that lady a microphone. <laughs> we do. I want to get some more microphones in here. Uh, do you own cars uh, back in Australia? How 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 are you you involved in uh, racing in in your homes? Um, well, I started years ago, um, just after Adam uh, sank on the boat or wherever he went. Um, Took a bite out of the apple. Okay. Then um, it just sort of developed from there, and then my son wanted to race, as most sons do. So I got flicked out of the chair and. <laughs> And I've been supporting him since, and we've had a great time. It's been absolutely wonderful. And uh, running late models? Yeah, as we got on in years. and the, Okay. See, late models have only been running in uh, Australia for 15 years. 
And um, the second year they started in Australia, we got involved. Um, and been involved since, and yeah. Did Ron help uh, introduce dirt late models to uh, Australia, or was that... He, uh, he certainly did, with uh, Roddy Schroyer and Todd Schroyer. Oh, okay, I didn't realise yeah. those two were involved too. Yeah, they learned a bit about Australia in, within a few weeks. You want to, yeah, care nope. to expand on that? Nope. <laughs> what happened in Australia stays there, buddy. Oh. Actually, we work on uh, what happened above or below the equator. Okay. It stays there. It's easier yeah. that way. I got you. You know, doesn't the water flow in the opposite direction south of the equator? But you yeah. race in the same direction, though, as we race here in the States, right? Yeah, we do. Yep. Counterclockwise. I, and I cannot control the water. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. Uh, all right. So next time... You hit the button, have a look, and work it out. <laughs> so what's uh, what what's uh, the state of uh, dirt track racing in Australia right now? I mean, is it a big popular sport? Or, I mean, how is it compared to here in the States? Oh, it's not as big as the States because uh, you've got so many industries and uh, professional races and that that actually uh, survive on the sport. It's more of a um, just a sport at home. We get a bit of money, but um, and we get reasonable crowds, but we haven't got the population to support it. The uh, sprint cars and late models are an American, or oh, and the midgets are American, American based. In fact, now it's very rare to um, hear of an Australian late model being built. Everybody imports. There is a company in Australia that builds sprint car chassis, cool, cool, cool chassis. chassis. Yep. yep. And the midgets, they're all ex-USA now. And the engines are from USA for the midgets. And, of course, our, most of our engines in late models are USA uh, developed and their reliability is so obvious. But there's quite a few uh, sprint car engine builders in Australia. Um, we have a lot of Americans come over in your winter and yeah. compete. And they compete professionally. Um, wasn't it Tyler Herb uh, we had on back in uh He's in the late yeah. model, yeah. yeah. Now, wasn't it just a couple of years ago that the sprint cars adopted the uh, U.S. engine rules? Yeah, well, it's a few years ago now, but, uh, yeah, Sydney just, the promoter just said, you guys, can I uh, explain? Our racing in, uh, in Australia is controlled by clubs. All the uh, specifications and uh, a lot of tracks are run by clubs, but your main speedways in the big cities are professionally promoted. Um, so the promoter in Sydney said, you guys are just spending too much money on the 362 engine, which is what we had at the time. So he said, as of next year, you're on 410s. So from there it developed and the whole of uh, Australia runs the 410 Opens plus the 360s. Then they have these other crazy add-ons, you know, if you don't like the colour of the wheels, you make up your own division. That happens over there. <laughs> the orange tyres. Yeah. Um, so that gives it to you mainly. Um, ask me more questions. Ask me my favourite movie. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. What, uh, what about off the hot seat? Yeah. What about uh, pavement racing over there? Is that uh, as popular? Is that a thing? I mean. Left and right turns is very popular. So road racing. Yeah, and we had NASCAR down in Melbourne uh, up until 10 years ago, I suppose. That was very big, and um, it just fell in a hole through bad 
management, in my opinion. You know, when a promoter cuts the prize money in half, he's going to go bust. And he did. <laughs> um, if any promoters are listening out there, there's the hint. <laughs> yeah, don't cut the prize or the purse. Um, so a lot of, uh, a lot of, like you said, a lot of the American drivers come to Australia during the winter. Um, there's Australian drivers that come to the States, correct? Yeah, we interchange, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, um, so sadly, Jason Johnson uh, lost his life last week and uh, he had been a very, very successful driver in Australia and uh, he was driving for the cricket team, which is the, probably one of the bigger teams in Australia uh, up until just a few years ago, uh, him and Brooke Tatnell. Okay. Any? Uh, do you know of any uh, um, uh, Australian drivers that are in the States right now? Oh, yeah. There's quite a few. Um, Want to some, drop some names? With, with the late models, Paul Stubber is here. Uh, Craig Vosbergen is here. Yeah, Paul's on the um, – he's on the Summer Nats. Um, he'll finish that right through to Oakshade. Uh, Craig starts at uh, some um, Southern Nationals. He starts there this weekend, Craig Vosbergen. I like his number. You like that? Number eight? Yep. Uh-huh. It's a good number. Uh, sprint car-wise, there was three Aussies out at um, Attica two weeks ago. Really? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a few young guys are coming over now to uh, to get the experience. I don't know how they get a team together. I, I guess they lease or something like that, you know, uh, because it's, it's just uh, economically impossible to bring your own car back from Australia to here. The cost of getting it across the water is just... Totally out of the question. But the cool chassis are made in Australia and sold in America. Hmm. But I think they assemble them here now. I think they might be um, shaping them up in China and then weld them up here. I'm not sure. I know you shipped your car to Australia one year, did you not? Um, Back in the motorsports talk, it like took a yeah, month or something. Actually, I, we, we shipped cars. I've been there four times, and uh, twice we took our own cars uh, the first tour when we were there uh, in our winter of 99-2000, their summer, uh, we went over with the Schroyers. We took four cars. Uh, I, I sold mine there, and Roddy and Todd brought, bought, uh, brought theirs back home. Uh, did, you, well, did it cost more to ship it there than, in, than you made selling it? Oh, I, I, I did quite well selling. Oh, okay. It, it, okay. it worked out well. Okay. And uh, then we did an East Coast tour uh probably about 10 years ago and uh the, we we took cars over then okay and uh somebody paid uh most of the transportation costs so it was it was economically viable all right was that back when you had your mustache could have been cool <laughs> so it looked, it looked like a porn star didn't it <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you a porn stash from now on. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Mind you, he could have been. <laughs> Sorry, Kath. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so why did, you own Roddy's cars, uh, we mentioned, and mm-hmm. it stays here in the States. Yep. So why does he only run it when you're here? Is that uh, because, because you, you own it? <laughs> because he owns it. And it's, okay. Yeah. That's pretty much it? Yeah. You know, we're good friends, great buddies, and um, that's what we do. That's he just does that while I'm here, and we have a great time. Now, did you ever think about getting behind the wheel? Oh, I mm-hmm. used to. Well, I mean, again. 
You won some national titles, Alan. Yeah, I won a couple of them in Australia. Just a couple. But, um, no big deal. <laughs> but for me to get behind the wheel now, it'd be Miller and I racing off the back of the field, you know. And I'd wreck him. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you would wreck him. <laughs> well, that'd be fun to see. Well, then be even more fun to be a fly on the wall when you get back home, since you guys are staying in the same place. Yeah, it's amazing how that works, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We'd work it out. A couple of Coronas and it'd be all forgotten. Now, I don't know if you remember, I think it was last summer I was asking you about Australian pursuit races, and you were like, what is that? I've never heard of an Australian pursuit race, because I asked if they had American pursuit races in Australia. And the answer to that was, no. Not I, a thing. I'd never heard of it until I come, <laughs> came to America. No. So, uh, do, do they ever have any kind of one-off races like an Australian Pursuit or a or gimmicky crack, race? Crack the whip. They do now and then, but I think that for the lower grades, like your uh, bombers or something like that, they do. Not, not for the big stuff. No. Okay. I wonder how they got the name for Australian yeah, Pursuit. I'd race. be curious to know that because, yeah. in fact, it was uh, Oakshade where it was the first place I'd heard of it. I did some research and you couldn't find the origins. No, it it went back uh, actually pretty early 1900s that there were Australian pursuit races, but no explanation as to why. Surely there's a listener out there that's able right. to explain it to us. If anybody uh, has the origin story of uh, Australian pursuit races, please uh, send us a message or or, or feel free to give us a call at four one nine two one four. Zero nine two five. You got to keep an eye on that, though. Okay, it's always behind me. Um, yeah. All right. What's your favorite movie? Racing movie. I got two. Two of them. Two. Is it are these movies we'd be familiar with? Or one's a racing movie, and okay. the other one is actually a um, a life story of a uh, an international, not American, who came to compete in America. Okay, and what would they be? That was called The World's Fastest, Fastest Indian. Indian. I knew that one was coming. And okay. it, it's a great movie. I think I've heard of that. Uh, I know I've heard of a, that. About an Aussie driving a... No, uh, no, he's uh, New Zealand. He's oh. from New Zealand. Bert Munro, his name was. Okay. okay. Riding and, an Indian motorcycle at the Bonneville Salt Flats. So, uh, now, when someone okay. international comes to America, we don't know the rules till we get here. Back in that day when he did that, so he turned up at Bonneville with this uh, this Indian motorcycle that he had um, formed the piston in the, the sand heap in his backyard. So it's, it's an old movie. Okay. But it's entertaining. I'll say the name again, The World's Fastest Indian. Now, he came to America, he turned up at Bonneville, and the officials shook their head and said, no, you can't run. Not safe. So it went on and on and on. Over the years, several trips to from New Zealand to uh, the Bonneville flat. Don't give away the end. I don't. I don't want to. Don't want to ruin the movie. No spoilers. Uh, well, let's call the world's fastest Indian. <laughs> you can work it out. <laughs> Read between the lines, Scott. Come on. Some of the you know some things stick in your mind. Um, one of the scenes is the kid next door when he's building this Indian engine back in New Zealand. Um, and he's loading it, ready to ship it to America. And the little kid from next door says, Mr. Munro, is there anything I can do while you're away in America? He's 
I love this line. He said, yes, I need you to pee on the lemon tree. <laughs> nah. Probably doesn't sound much to you, but it did to me. Sorry, okay. folks. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Come on. <laughs> you said two favorite movies. What was the other one? Oh, Days of Thunder. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Oh. No, get out there again, son. <laughs> I want you to go hit the pace car. <laughs> Why is that? Because you hit every other damn car out there. I don't remember if that's That's it. Right. We've got, we got a saying at home, go ahead and hit that Coke machine on the infield. Yeah. You've hit everything else. You might as well go and get that. I like that. I like the fact that there's Coke machines in the infield, too. Well, it's actually a sponsor. Okay. <laughs> that works. You, uh, you've seen the gratuitous sponsors, you know, the holding the Coke so the camera can see it, sure. Yeah, same thing. Is there any uh, Australian uh, that are strictly Australian? Sodas? Pop? Soft drinks? Oh, cool drink. Um, no. Swan Lager beer. Um. <laughs> Carlton Mid-Strength. Carlton Mid Ronnie Miller's favorite. <laughs> what is is that a beer? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. And Roddy Shore, Todd Shore. They all loved it. Yeah. We have it only in Australia. I bought some cans over here once in my suitcase. Those luggage handlers are pretty rough on them. Oh, it stunk. Almost every can burst. I'm not sure that <laughs> in his suitcase. That's Imagine what his clothes felt smelled like. <laughs> Kathy can a little I? fermented? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Kathy, can I use the washing machine, please? <laughs> Have a sleep first, Alan. Okay. Uh, Scott Bloomquist has been suspended from dirt car events for 90 days and fined $1,000. That doesn't seem like a big fine to me. Is the 90 days the, the same as um, some of the previous suspensions, which really amounted to four races? Uh, I'm not sure. I did read that uh, the penalty could, is at least 60 days. So the minimum would have been 60 days, but they chose 90 days for his suspension. Um, and the reason why was because he failed to show up for a drug test Friday night at Lernerville during that uh, Firecracker 100 show. Did you read his rebuttal? Uh, from what I surmised, uh, he spun in the heat race and uh, decided to load up after that. that was, this right. is Friday night. Of the, It was a three-night he, three event at Lernerville. Let's, let's preface that. He fell over the tongue of his trailer at Eldora. And, at, at Eldora, landed on his shoulder at and, the Dream, right, and and tore his rotator cuff. Correct. Um, I did kind of the same and he, thing. He missed the uh, the he, drug he, test that night because, because he went he to the at, emergency room. Right. He was at the at the hospital, and they basically said if you have a doctor's note, then you're ex it's right, an excused right. absence. I guess. So after he spun, uh, and that was because his shoulder hurt and he couldn't drive. He told his guys to load the car up and didn't see any reason why he should take a drug test since he wasn't actually competing. Yeah, what I, from what I read, uh -huh. uh, the World of Outlaw Series director Matt Curl made several attempts to escort the driver of the number zero uh, to the testing area. After, and they basically, after they couldn't get him there, they said you, you needed to show up by 11 p.m. After he did not show up by 11 p.m., the drug-free sports folks, I guess those are the people that do the testing, right. uh, they classified his absence as a, quote, test refusal. Bloomquist stated that he was unaware they still wanted to test him since he had left the track because, as you stated, you know, shoulder hurt. He, he was not in yeah. competition. So uh, 
He is going to have that surgery, though, on his uh, rotator cuff now, which coincidentally is going to take him out of competition for three months, which is also 90 days. There you go. Coincidence? I don't know. Um, I guess the the zero car is still going to be competing. He's, uh, I think, he's second in uh, Lucas Oil points, too, from what I saw. Or fourth? Second. Fourth. Second, I I think. He's up in the top five. And uh, there's going to be a backup driver in the zero car while he was out. That driver has yet to be announced. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, Scott, if he really did tear his rotator cuff, I can sympathize with him. Uh, having done the same thing, uh, and I had an orthopedic doctor who was very much a gearhead and with steroid injections, got me through race season, and as soon as the season was over like the next Monday, he had me on the table. So I can kind of sympathize with Bloomquist. Not that I'm a Scott fan, but well, and I guess another reason he's getting the surgery now too is because the off season is so short because they have the uh, the dirt. Uh, what the heck is that thing at uh, St. Louis right. in the dome? And that's right. a. I think now it's like actually November, end of November, beginning of right. December for this year, and then the Lucas Oil. Or World of Outlaw, I forget which series he's running. He's that's, World of Outlaw. That starts in, their season starts in February, so there's right. not really much time there. To, Actually, late January, because it, they've uh, they've got some races in southern Georgia. So, And the speculation is because there's been, he's had a history with, uh, he's made the news, i think I got to be careful about what sure I say has, here. Sure has. He's, there's been uh, some uh, correlation with, with drugs and him many years ago. He was in the news for that, and people are, I guess, kind of thinking maybe he's skipping out on this on purpose, the drug testing. Don't know. Okay. So either way, uh, he's not going to be racing for the next three months, and he'll probably get his shoulder fixed. I would hope so. So, uh, There's a new uh, quarter-mile dirt track that's uh, that's actually being constructed right now inside uh, turn number three at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah, Alan showed me that this morning. They're actually, they built a temporary track when Tony Stewart retired about two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I guess they used like uh, fill clay or some, or fill dirt. It wasn't an actual surface just so he could play around a a little bit after he retired. Uh, It was more for an exhibition thing, but now they're actually putting in real clay and uh, they're going to have this thing running by... uh, the NASCAR weekend, which is coming up the beginning of September. No, They're going to run uh, USAC Midgets. On a quarter-mile track. On the quarter-mile dirt track. They're going to put grandstands up and everything. Wow. Yeah. And of course, that's Indy, and they they can do things like that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, USAC Midgets National Championship event. Uh, that's going to be happening before the Big Machine Vodka 400, which is the NASCAR race. There's actually several more sponsors involved in the name of that race. Uh, but the Brickyard 400, I guess. Which has been moved. It used to be the end of July, but now it's right. not till the uh, beginning of September. But this race is actually, uh, it's going to be two nights, Wednesday, September 5th, and uh, Thursday, September 6th, and we'll honor late USAC champ Brian Clausen. Uh, it's going to be called the uh, Drive to Save Lives BC39, concluding with a 39-lap feature on uh, the 6th. So that's pretty cool. Well, then on the, the, the 7th, maybe they should do a 41-lap one. No, this is the 5th and 6th okay, race. Then, then on the 5th. Okay. Fine. They they, maybe they will. I don't know. A uh, total of $70,000 in uh, person incentives for that, too. And it's a uh, 15000 winner's purse on uh, Wednesday. 
That's really pretty good because yeah. USAC has lost some of their glitter in the past few years. So. Well, they used to sh- sanction the uh, Indianapolis 500 right. years ago. So that's pretty cool. So did the AAA. Oh, yeah. Like AAA, like? AAA, three of them. That reminds me of that commercial. Really? They wanted to be first in the yellow pages, so they were A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-
I thought so too. I don't, I don't know where I've heard that before, but they're all uh, starting tonight for Venturini Motorsports in the ARCA race. At and Chicago they're all Land. three driving for Venturini. Yeah. And I guess. Uh, and it wasn't intentional. I guess it. They. It said it. They. It just all worked out that way. And then when they realized it, it was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's, Speaking of the Venturinis, uh, Wendy Venturini was hurt in a bicycling accident uh, over the weekend. Uh, sustained a head injury. I, I guess everything's going to be okay, but. Um, I did hear about that now that you yeah. say that. Um, last week, it was my fault for uh, the weekend weather pit stop from Ryan Weekman. I thought I emailed him with the uh, upcoming events, and I forgot. After I emailed him, like, did you forget about us? And he's like, I never got an email. I'm like, oh, son of a gun, I didn't send it. I, in my head, I was like, I was already on vacation, apparently. Your, your mind was, even though you were yeah. here? But today I remembered, because today was the first day I was back to work after being off for a week, and... Uh, uh, he didn't send it, but from what I hear, he was out doing some algal bloom story on uh, Lake well, Erie bet. today. So he was, a, I guess he was a little busy. So this is your weekend uh, weather pit stop. Here, well, i got to play the official sound effects here. All right. Uh, it's going to be hot. There you go. There's your weekend weather uh, pit stop. Did you want to know anything else? It's not going to rain. It's just going to be hot. 95 Friday, low of 75. 100 on Saturday, low of 78. 100 on Sunday, low of 74. There is a 20% chance of showers on Sunday, though. And we do have uh, one Sunday show. With, with beastly about. humidity both yeah, days. Yeah, even uh, so-so muggy ugh is actually what the WTOL weather app <laughs> says for Sunday evening. Now I'm curious what it says for these other ones here. Uh, evening, the breeze will just be blowing hot air around. <laughs> That's Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Saturday, uh, don't even ask. Friday is uh, very warm and humid overnight with lows. Okay, that's a normal one. So, yeah, it's just going to be hot. So make sure to uh, drink lots of Now, in your, in your upcoming notes, uh, any of the uh, local tracks opening later because of the heat? I had not seen anything uh, as of uh, today. Early, I, I put this I, together I read, earlier today. I read earlier that some tracks. Some I do have a note were... about Toledo and Flat Rock, though. They're going to do things a little different. Okay. Should we go into that? Sure. Talk about our upcoming races this weekend, starting with Toledo Speedway. The Cometic Gasket 200, uh, originally scheduled from April 14th, that got frozen out, rained out, I don't even remember. It's remember it was freezing cold? Oh, yeah. It's going to be the exact opposite now. Um, that's happening tomorrow night. They got the ARCA Late Model Gold Cup uh, running 100 laps, the ARCA CRA Super Late Model Series running 100 laps, the Late Model Sportsman Silver Cup running 50 laps, and the figure eights as well. Racing starts at 7.30. General admission is $25, $20 if you get advanced tickets. And uh, because of the heat, they are only doing features, features only. No heat races. No heat races. And the same thing for Flat Rock on Saturday. Correct. Only features. And that's the only thing I've seen as of yet that's been altered because of the heat. I, I read on the Internet that there are some tracks pushing their starting time back. Later in the evening? Yeah. Okay. Well, Keep uh, Follow the Hammerdown Racing Report uh, Facebook page, and we'll pass along any updates uh, that may happen because of the heat. Crystal, uh, Crystal put theirs back in there. Did they? I saw that. Okay. Limeland uh, Motorsports Park in action tomorrow night, 360 uh, Sprint Speed Weekend. The NRA Sprint Invaders uh, are going to be there, Modifieds, Thunderstocks. Pit Gate opens at 4.30, racing at 7.30. Also tomorrow night, Fan Appreciation Night going on at Attica Raceway Park. I believe the cheapest show of the weekend, just $10 for general admission for this. 
That's a good deal. Uh, dollar dogs, 50 cent popcorn. No, you always say we have the dollar dogs at Oakshade. So we always have deal. dollar dogs at Oakshade. Uh, it's also meet the driver's night. Uh, again, all at Attica tomorrow night. Fast 410 sprints, fast 305 sprints. So you can come out meet Kyle. <laughs> you can be signing autographs too? Yeah, sure. Okay. Car number 12. There you go. Look for that black and yellow number 12 sprint car. Um, Fast 305 sprints are going to be in action. Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series also going on Friday night at Attica. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. And as I mentioned, tickets just 10 bucks for that. So that's pretty cool. That's a great deal. Yeah. Oakshade racing on Saturday night. They got a lot going on there. The Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series. Night two. Night two. Well, technically night four because it's the second weekend of it. It's a three-weekend series. Night two this weekend. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. It's also Night of Wheels. They're going to be giving away a bunch of bicycles. And it's also Memorial Night. So there's uh, lap sponsorships and extra right. money available for that. For the Somebody that's passed, if you want to uh, remember them, you can sponsor a lap. And uh, that'll go to the winner or the leader of that lap. Yeah, contact them uh, either on their website, oakshaderaceway.com, or uh, I think through Facebook. Saw a bunch of them sharing Facebook Or look there. them up at the at the track Saturday There you night. go. Yeah, we'll be taking them right up until the features. Uh, late model sportsman bombers, compacts, gates open at uh, 4 Racing 7, $12 general admission at Oakshade. Flat Rock, they have the uh, Lakeshore Utility Trailer Sales JAC LED Lighting Night. Okay. Yeah which basically means they're having uh, school bus figure eights, boat figure eights, Monroe News Enduro 250, MCR Dwarf Cars, figure eights, that's regular figure eights, and uh, band- Bandoleros. Racing at 7. Reserved seats are 18 bucks. General admission uh, not reserved is uh, 17 bucks. And again, they're only running features. I, get, I think they're starting off with the uh, Monroe News Enduro 250 for that. Thing. Again, there may be a, a change in starting time, yeah. so... Uh, Check the check the website or check their Facebook pages on any of these tracks. Just before you and, leave. Yep, just make sure that you're not there extra early. Fremont Speedway is having the open wheel shootout. Kyle will be there for that, I'm sure. Uh, 410 sprints, NRA sprints, and uh, 305 sprints. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General uh, admission for that is 20 bucks. Make sure to uh, see Kyle win the feature there on uh, Saturday night. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> Waynesfield Motorsports Park in action with uh, it's Darf Night. Do you know what Darf is? I did some research. Dayton for, Auto oh, Racing geez. Fan Club. All right, I feel like an idiot then. I had to look that up. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> ha. Comes with experience, buddy. Yeah. That's why you're called the professor. That's it. It cost uh, me a lot of money to have people call me that. Dayton Auto Race Fan Night uh, at Waynesfield on Saturday as well. Non-ring, non-wing sprints, uh, UMP modified tough trucks, compacts, gates open. I believe compacts were added to that because of all the rainouts. So uh, if you didn't know, compacts are running on Saturday at Waynesfield. Pits open at four, racing at seven. Tickets are $12 for general admission for that. Have you run uh, non-wing or just wing sprints? We've ran some non-wing pavement. Non-wing non- pavement? Yeah, not on dirt yet, though. But How would you enjoy that? Pavement racing? Yeah. Oh, I really liked it. We raced some winged stuff, too, on pavement. What do you prefer, wing or non-wing? Mm, I'll race anything. Okay. Anything. <laughs> Most sprint guys, though, they'll say they like the non-wing. <laughs> I'd like to run a 410 on pavement. Those, those pavement races, uh, Sandusky or? Yep, what, a couple at Sandusky and then Lorraine County Speedway. Okay. We were actually leading the one at Lorraine County, and halfway through, we blew up. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a winged race. 
Better talk to your engine builder. <laughs> Unless you were doing something you weren't supposed <laughs> <No>. to. <laughs> uh, speaking of Sandusky Speedway, they're in action Saturday night as well. Renegade uh, Rumble going on. It's a 1,000 to win. Uh, they're going to have modified street stocks and the Renegade Stocks pits open at 3, racing at 7. And uh, tickets just $7 for general admission there. That's cheap, too. Yeah. They're usually 7 bucks yes. uh, for their, their shows. Uh, Mansfield Motor Speedway running on Sunday with really? the uh, – Freedom 50, Lucas Oil Dirt Late Models, 12000 to win. Also, American Modified Series, 5000 to win. Pit gates open at 11 a.m., racing at 7 p.m. That is Sunday, and general uh, admission tickets for that is $29. A lot of cars probably going to that because it'll be a tune-up for their big million or, or whatever it is going to pay. Speaking of which, and I skipped over this, we, didn't, we, didn't, we played how many last week? Yeah. So how many 410s were going to be at Attica last week? It was a trick question because they didn't run. There were zero. Right. <laughs> so we got to play how many this week. Okay. How many late models are going to be at uh, at Mansfield on Sunday? Ooh, Lucas Oil. Right. you got to play, too. You guys have to guess, too. So. Tune-up tune race for their million. Oh, boy. 43. How many do you think? 36. 36? Right. I'll say 45. I'm going to go with the over and say 46 then. Although it is, that might be, I, ah, we'll do it. 46. You're committed. I'm committed. It's written down. It's on paper. You don't win anything, but <laughs> we'll revisit this next week, though. But make sure you listen next week to find yeah. out if you won. Nothing, yeah. but you, yeah. You get a pat on the back. That all board. Uh, Waynesfield, uh, as we you'd mentioned earlier, back in action on Tuesday night. So it's a lot of racing coming up uh, this weekend and into next week. Uh, they have the Summer Sprint Sizzler on Tuesday featuring the NRA Sprint Invaders Fast 410 and 305 Sprints and Mini Sprints. Pit gates open at 4, and uh, I'm, I guess uh, racing starts at 7. I didn't write down that time. General admission is uh, 20 bucks for that show. You, you know that next Tuesday is July 3rd, so... Yeah, so I there mean, might be fireworks. Yeah. I don't know that there's going to be fireworks, but there might be. <laughs> Somebody in the field will probably have them going. We're so. headed into a, a huge racing weekend Yeah, uh, next weekend. Yeah, and we'll talk about next weekend, next the weekend Thursday. after this weekend. Yeah, next Thursday on the show. Yes, we will. Uh, yep. I got a... Next Thursday. Could, could that be show number 40? That would... How, yeah. Yeah, we're on 39 this week. Wow. Uh, Phil Snyder sent me a, a carding update here. Uh, Mark Dorsey Memorial is going on in Kankakee, Illinois. It's 2,000 to win. Pro clone uh, race, that's Saturday night. Also Saturday night, the Ohio Championship Kart Series will be at I-70-77 Speedway. That's the name of the track, right. I-70-77. That's a confusing name to me. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around that for some reason. Probably like... But that's Saturday night as well. Probably like uh, I-75-80-90 Speedway. Not that it exists. I was going to say, but what that, is that? <laughs> is this a new track? Yeah. All right. I think it's about time to wrap things up. I think. Don't forget to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call. Please do. I got his number somewhere on here. 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. Race Cars, Parts, Safety Equipment, Service, Gift Certificates, anything. And advice. advice. Yeah. yeah. And his uh, cell phone number, too, is on there, too, if he doesn't answer. All kinds of ways to get a hold of Ron. He'll fix anything. And we will. Pretty much, yeah. And not even a race. If anything racing related, like getting stuff there, but mostly racing stuff. Wheels, too. I mean, Wheels, yeah. yeah. 
cars, road cars, whatever you whatever you can dream up, we'll we'll work on it. It's kind of cool. You should stop by uh, Ron's uh, shop too because uh, there's always some interesting vehicles in in his shop. We try. Yeah, you should like give tours and charge for it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anyways, thanks, uh, Kyle Capadice. <laughs> you had it. Go- you, you nailed it before, Scott. For coming in, three hundred five uh, Sprint driver and uh, our queen, your queen. I'm sorry. Do you? How do you feel about sharing uh, her with uh, Fremont? Because it's Fremont's queen. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. I Alan. Told him when oh. we started this, I was asked a question. Would he be like a conflict with like the whole queen situation? And I told, I said that he has a job and I have a job, so it's fine, you know. She runs the show. That worked out nicely then. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming in all the way from Sandusky, Alan Blake. A uh, little bit longer of a trip for you. <laughs> How long does it take to fly from uh, Australia to here? I uh, leave from Perth. Takes four and a half hours to get to the other side of Australia like uh, LA to New York here. Then it's uh, 15 and a half hours from Sydney to Dallas and then three hours from Dallas to Detroit. Um, that's in the aeroplane. So it takes you a couple of days to get here. Well, it feels like it at a time. <laughs> but that's the shortest way. This year we came a different route. Um, we went uh, Perth to Bangkok. Bangkok to Japan, Japan to Vancouver, Vancouver to Detroit. Oh, that'd suck if you missed a uh, layover there. We had a couple of layovers, needed them too. (laughs) 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 Well, thanks, Alan, for uh, coming in. Pleasure, uh, pleasure. It's been fun. Good luck uh, with Roddy this weekend. Oh, I guarantee it. Attica Um, and Oakshade uh, is where he's running this weekend. Yeah, we do Attica and Oakshade, Coronas, uh, Sunday. (laughs) Roddy, Roddy will wash the car when he sobers up. He's not going to run the uh, Mansfield show? Probably have to work on Roddy with a couple of Coronas in between, you know. <laughs> he, might, might he, might, well, he might uh, weaken. You never know. <laughs> I'd do it. All right. Well, hopefully, well, at least you get two uh, races this weekend. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, thanks to Dave Kemmer for uh, helping out with the booking. He actually set you up while I was on vacation. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got a guest coming in on Friday or Yay. Thursday. Yeah. Uh, make sure to tune in next week, 7 o'clock, Facebook Live. Uh, catch us on iHeartRadio. Uh, make sure to visit our uh, website, Hammer Down Racing Report. I haven't updated that in about a week because I was out of town. I'll get that updated by tomorrow, I promise. Sure. Uh, on behalf of Ron Miller, I'm Scott Hammer. Make sure to, uh, yeah, join us next week, I think. I think that's it. We're done. I think we're out of here. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go home. before somebody gets injured. (laughs) See you next week. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. 
The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 